It's a new year and a new chance for you to make a fresh start with your compliance. Port, we're going to be bringing you a daily tip, strategy, or idea that you can use to improve your program. Here's your host, Tom Fox, the Compliance Evangelist. First, a message from the Compliance Podcast Network sponsor, Ethico. In the intricate world of ethics and compliance, each second is precious, and slow case closures are more than just delays, they're missed opportunities. Enter Ethico. Our solution revolutionizes case management, cutting case closure times in half, and turning every challenge into a chance for improvement. Imagine a workspace where efficiency and compliance coexist harmoniously. Don't just dream of faster resolutions, make it your reality. Visit ethico.com slash cpn today to book a demo and dive into our exclusive white paper by Tom Fox, 2023, the year in compliance. Empower your team with the tools they deserve. Day 21, managing your third parties. The building blocks of any compliance program lay the foundations for a best practices compliance program. For instance, in the life cycle management of third parties, most compliance practitioners understand the need for business justification, questionnaire due diligence, its evaluation, compliance terms and conditions, and management. However, as many companies mature in their compliance program, the issue of third-party management becomes more important. It is also one where the rubber meets the road in operationalizing compliance. The key is to have a strategic approach to how you structure and manage your third-party relationships. This may mean more closely partnering with your third parties to help manage the anti-corruption compliance risk. It can certainly lead towards enabling your company to control risk while operationalizing the performance of your third parties. It is incumbent to consolidate your third-party relationships to a smaller number to more fully operationalize your compliance program. This will make the entire third-party lifecycle easier to manage. However, a company must not over-consolidate by going down to a single source. If you build a diversified base through dual sourcing, you should be able to have a primary and secondary third party that will work with you in a service line or geographic area. We learned that lesson from COVID. Monitoring your subcontract work is one area that requires an appropriate level of compliance management. If you direct contracting parties, if your direct contracting parties has the right or will need to subcontract some work out, you'll need to have visibility from this into this from the compliance perspective. You'll need to require and monitor that your third-party relationship has approved compliance terms and conditions in their contracts with their subcontractors. You also need to test that proposition. In other words, you must trust then verify. Legal protections. This is where your compliance legal terms and conditions come into play. Consider a full indemnity if your third party violates the FCPA and your company is dragged into an investigation because of the third party's actions. Such an indemnity may not be worth too much, but if you do not have one, there is no chance to recoup any of your legal or investigative costs. Another important clause is that any FCPA violation is a material breach of contracts. This means you can legally, under the terms of the contract, terminate it immediately with no requirement for notice and cure. Once again, you may be somewhat constrained by local laws, but if you do not have this clause, you will have to give written notice and an opportunity to cure. This may not satisfy the DOJ or a CC during the pendency of an investigation. Finally, you need a clause that requires your third party to cooperate in any compliance investigation. Keep track of your third party's financial stability. This is one area that is not usually discussed in compliance arena around third parties, but it seems almost self-evident. 
You can certainly manage the disruption that would occur if your prime third-party supplier in a country or region went bankrupt. But in the compliance realm, there is another untoward red flag that is raised in such circumstances. Those third parties under financial pressure may more easily be persuaded to engage in bribery and corruption than third parties that stand on more solid financial footing. You can do this by a simple requirement that the third party provide annual audited financial statements. Formalize incentives for third parties. One of the key elements for any third-party contract is compensation. The compensation rate is too high. It could create a very large pool of money that could be used to pay bribes. It is mandatory that your company link commission or payments to the performance of the third party. If you have a long-term stable relationship, you can tie compensation into long-term, long-term performance, including long-term compliance performance. Moreover, this requires a third party to put some skin into the compliance game so they have a vested financial interest in doing this correctly going forward. Auditing of third parties, critical to any compliance program and an important tool in operationalizing your compliance program. Auditing is a key way a company can manage a third party relationship after the contract is signed and one which the government will inspect you to engage in going forward. It's not simply enough to have an audit clause, though. You actually have to do it. And you can't give them the excuse, well, my gosh, if we look for something, we'll probably find something. The days of being able to do that are long gone, and you must audit your third parties going forward. The bottom line is managing your third parties is where the rubber meets the road in the operationalizing of your compliance program, and it's something that the DOJ will look most closely into in any enforcement action. So what are today's three key takeaways? Number one, have a strategic approach to your third-party risk management. Number two, rank third parties based upon a variety of factors, including compliance and business performance, length of the relationship, benchmarking metrics, and KPIs for ongoing monitoring and auditing. And number three, Managing the relationship is where the real work begins. I hope you'll join me tomorrow for day 22, where we take a look at levels of due diligence. The Compliance Podcast Network is sponsored this month by Ethico. Ethico is a leader for compliance champions like yourself with its ethics and compliance optimization system built to turn goals and guidelines into real ROI for your program. For more information and a special white paper, go to ethico.com slash CPN. Thank you for listening to this episode of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program. 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a part of the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.